What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Fanalist.pod. Sean Ramchandran here with you, joined by Rohan Ranjan on yet another NFL podcast. Super Wild Card Weekend is over, even though we got a bunch of blowouts. I would say mine and Rohan's predictions. We had the same exact record last week with both of us picking all the games except one game wrong. He got the Cardinals-Rams game wrong, and I, of course, had to get the Niners game wrong. Uh, it just had to be that way, and <laughs> just so happens that the 49ers are playing my Green Bay Packers this week. We will get to that in a sec, but I guess me and Rohan, before every single podcast, we we try to put out a little schedule that we agree upon upon the podcast and no better way to then go chronologically. So we're going to start off with the Bengals and Titans game over here. Uh, so Tennessee, of course, is the number one seed um, in the AFC. They did not play last week. So this is their first playoff game this season, um, but they take on the Cincinnati Bengals that looked real, real good last week. No, for sure, Sean. I'm honestly, I think this is a surprise of the playoffs. You know, I didn't even think the Bengals were going to win five games this season. They're now, you know, one win away from making the conference championship and two wins away from making a Super Bowl. So they looked phenomenal last week. I think it's credit to, you know, obviously their high powered offense, but honestly, their defense has been honestly astounding to me. They've uh, during the regular season, they allowed just 40 third quarter points, which is the second fewest in the NFL behind Buffalo. And they're basically the off these stats. They're basically the best at third quarter defense. So that means they're making those adjustments at halftime. And I think that that's going to be crucial because depending on if Derrick Henry plays this week, which I think he's leaning towards, you know, he's trending towards playing. I think that Tennessee is going to jump out to an early lead and it's going to be the Bengals defense, which kind of brings them back into this game. I do think it's going to be kind of uh, high scoring because I think on, I think Joe Burrow definitely is a better quarterback, but I still think that the Titans' offense is a bit underrated. Um, but what do you what do you think about this game? Like, what's your what's your overall beginning takeaways? Honestly, like I'm I'm going to be real. Like you know how I am about quarterbacks. Like I tend to not like. I mean, then again, I'm I'm very spoiled with Aaron Rodgers. So I'm not going to lie to you. The standard for quarterback is set so so high for me that it's kind of like Aaron Rodgers is the standard. And I'm fine with people saying, "Oh, I'll have Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers." That's fine because at the end of the day, he gets the job done. He wins games. But in terms of just purely talent wise, there have been three guys in recent history that have caught my eye at quarterback, and it's been. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and especially after last week's game, or at least the last couple weeks, Joe Burrow. All right. Joe Burrow is like the real deal. Like, I love this guy. Like, I think he's honestly on the verge of entering elite quarterback play. Like, he's on the verge of becoming a top five quarterback in the NFL. If he's not already in the past couple of weeks, like, just listen to this since week 16, all right, including last week's wild card game, Joe Burrow is undefeated. He has a 76.5 completion percentage. He's averaging 405 pass yards per game, has 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a 136.4 passer rating. Like it's honestly near perfect. Like I'm on, it almost feels like I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers right now. Um, but that, that, that is the reality of it. Joe Burrow is playing out of his mind right now. They, he has Jamar Chase at his disposal, who seems to be like, you know, arguably an X factor at this point in the, in the NFL, like the way that he's been playing off late. So for me, when I look at this matchup, like, don't get me wrong, Tennessee. Yeah. They have the talent. Julio Jones is just a name to me. I think that he is obviously worth covering. Don't get me wrong, but then there's AJ Brown. And then of course there's Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry is definitely going to be playing this week. He's going to come back. 
And sure, Tennessee does sort of kind of scare me, but they have shown glimpses of being, hey, we're not that team. Whereas the Bengals have shown glimpses of, hey, we are that team. It's kind of like the Bengals are proving people wrong and the Titans need to go out there and prove people right, that they are like this great team. So um, I'm just going to blatantly say I, I'm picking the Bengals to win this game. I have Cincinnati coming into Tennessee, pulling off the upset. And, you know, last week they hadn't won a playoff game since 1991. This week they're facing their own history where they've never won a road playoff game in franchise history. So I feel like this team is ready to break these records, make history. They just seem like they're ready to do that. Interesting you say that. Uh, I am still, you know, I don't want to doubt Tennessee because, you know, they've still had a phenomenal year despite all their injuries. You know, it's funny because they've used 91 active players on the roster. That just shows you how many injuries, how many COVID-related issues that they've had as a team. And I think Mike Vrabel de- deserves a lot of credit. Um, you know, it, he should be coach of the year, I think, in my opinion. He's probably top three for sure coach of the year because you don't overcome that much adversity and still be a one seed. So, you know, I think, like, people are really sleeping on the Titans because, you know, Ryan Tannehill isn't a flashy quarterback. He's not the greatest quarterback in all honesty. I still think he's a top – 12 quarterback but is he a guy who can put you over the top and win games that is still up to you know uh, up to fate I don't know yet at this point um but I think it's really going to come down to can the Bengals defense stop Derrick Henry you know obviously there's big questions about how he's going to look uh coming off of this injury and this is going to be his first game since what like how like October right it's been a lot to say yes Yeah. yeah so it's been a while I think this guy could have been an MVP candidate the way he was playing before his injury, it's just so sad because he really could have been, a, you know, the first running back to win an MVP is so damn long. You know, it's been years. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's really the X factor for me. I, we know how high par, you know, the Bengals offense is. We know their defense can kind of hold up against the passing attack. You know, A.J. Brown does scare me if I'm a Bengals fan, right? We know he can flip the script. I think Julio Jones, obviously, like, he's not the same guy that he's been, uh, that he was in Atlanta. But this game is really just going to come down to Derrick Henry, in all honesty, because I think if Derrick Henry can carry the load, which I'm not sure if he can do off this injury, um, say he can carry the load, I think the Titans win it in a close one. So I'm leaning towards the Bengals right now just because I don't know the full extent of how healthy Derrick Henry is going to be. Um, do you know the spread by chance? Uh, I'm not sure, but I, I mean, Tennessee is obviously the favorite over here, but I don't want to say that it's, it's, it should not be more than four. I want to say I might be wrong on that. Like, don't quote me on that. Cause I'm not, I'm not the biggest, you know, betting spread guy um, out there for just, uh, just, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just a good way to gauge it. Um, but also the Bengals have the third, I believe the third best, uh, run defense, which is pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. So a banged up Derrick Henry against, uh, a third third best run defense in the league is going to cause some problems. So I'm going to take the Bengals in a close one as of now, but I I'm telling you, I'm not going to be surprised at all if Tennessee wins, because I think way too many are sleep. People are sleeping on them. Yeah, no, definitely down the stretch. Like I, I totally understand that, but it is worth knowing that the Titans are five and nine all time in the divisional round and they're one in three at home. So that is what the numbers say. But then again, something that Titans fans should be happy about is of course, how you're talking about Mike Rabel since he became head coach in 2018, the team is eight. No in games when they have nine or more days of rest. So basically they're coming off a bye week um, at this point in time. But I just think that Joe Burrow is playing out of his mind. And to me, when you have a quarterback that is basically doing it all for you, 
and playing at an elite level. I think that that's all that I need to see for me to be like, all right, I'm going to take someone's arm over someone's legs. And, you know, that's what I'm indicating in, in terms of Derrick Henry. So it would not surprise me if the Tennessee Titans win this game, obviously. I mean, it shouldn't. Right. They are the number yeah. one seed. But but if I have to make the pick over here and, like, I'm honestly – it's not that I'm tilting. I'm, I'm blatantly saying, like, I'm, I'm taking Cincinnati to pull off the upset on the road in Tennessee. For sure. I think one thing to keep in mind is Titans really need to control the clock. If they have time of possession for most of the game, I think they really can pull away because that means that Derrick Henry is running the ball well, you know? So they've had success. The thing, the thing about time of possession, though, is that I 100% agree with you that I think Tennessee should and will control the time of possession because, yes, they will be running the ball, obviously. But the thing is, I don't feel the pressure would be there for Cincinnati to be like, oh, we don't have the time of possession because they're fine throwing the ball. You know, once again, like, of course, throwing the ball has its consequences of, you know, incompletion, stopping the clock. But that's, I think, their main attack. So that's why I feel like, you know, if, if anything, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you, you won't really have the perfect or you won't have the perfect defense for a perfect ball. If that kind of makes sense. Right. And I think we're also forgetting though, that, you know, the Bengals do have a thousand yard rusher on their team. Joe Mixon, yeah. Right. They were the first team in NFL history with a 4,000 yard passer, a thousand yard rusher and two 1000 yard receivers who were obviously uh, on under tw- uh, age of 25, yeah. Jamar mm-hmm. Chase and T Higgins. Yeah. Under, sorry, under age of 25. So we know that they can still run the ball too. So like you said, like it is tilting a little bit to the Bengals, but I just, for some reason have this like gut feeling that like, obviously a lot of people are sleeping on the Titans because I feel like they're kind of a team where I don't want to say no one watches, but no one really like, they're very, they're a very underrated team, you know, kind of a small market, you know, without Derrick Henry, they're not really anything to watch. So I think that the, the NFL could be in for a surprise if they start turning the tables in the second half. I think it's going to be a second half game. Yeah, no, 100%. But I guess for the sake of giving score predictions, I'm going to go oof. I want to I want to go in the I want to go in the high 20s again. That's that's honestly my so ballpark too, yeah. for the playoffs like um because when you get to like the 31 range, I'm like, "Oh, a 30-point game, you know, a team putting 30 points up against another playoff team." Like even though we've seen a lot of, you know, blowouts this past super wild card week and obviously the division round it's different all these teams are obviously better um, that's that's just how the playoffs work so i'm gonna go uh i want to say 29 27 Bengals. interesting 29 doesn't really happen in that eh? uh, yeah i've uh, <laughs> missed an extra point miss an extra okay, point okay, something okay. like that i want to i want to take something like that okay i'll go 27 23 uh fair, fair enough fair enough all right so we're on the same page here, but we're not going to be on the same page for this next game, all right? It's it's the Packers and the Niners. We know who you're picking. We know who I'm picking. It, it is what it is. But, you know, um, San Francisco coming to Green Bay, you know, I feel like we kind of weirdly talked this into existence last week, even though I picked the Cowboys. Weirdly talked into existence in terms of, like, I was like, all right, you know, I, I don't want to see SF in the divisional. I don't want to see them ever in the playoffs. You know, it's a lot of PTSD for me as a fan. Um, flashbacks to, I mean, you, you can name it, 2012 Divisional, 2013 Wild Card. I mean, the list goes on. The 2000, what was it, 18, no, 19. 19. 19. Ch- championship game in Levi's. Like, I mean, the, the, list, the list keeps on going on and on. But it is worth noting that Green Bay has traveled to the Bay Area more times than not. And this is San Francisco's first 
um, playoff game, I want to say, since 2013 in right. Lambeau Field, right. um, since that 2013 wildcard round. Um, but very interesting stat to note that this is also their coldest game since the 2013 wildcard round. So, um, like I said, you know, come on, bring it on, you know, come, come into the frozen tundra. Like, well, let me ask you this, though. Do you think the right. weather is actually going to play a factor in this 100%, game? 100%. I, 100%. I think so? 100%. Like, Again, What's the again, like, behind it? like kicking, like, do you think it's just it's like, it's not, it's not kicking. It's, it's, it's because I personally, as a fan, once again, like you, the numbers will show for this too. Aaron Rodgers and freezing temperatures, I believe has lost one game or lost no games, like literally. And in the month of December too, we know like what this guy can do. Like, and right. forget December. I mean, for, look at this season. He's not throwing an interception. I, I don't know how long, like he's, he's literally just, and since, um, since what was it since week one he threw two interceptions week one but since that game he has thrown like what 36 or 37 touchdowns and two interceptions like yeah, yeah. it's absolutely absurd i mean green bay has the lowest turnover rate um in the nfl thanks to aaron Rodgers playing keep away um and he does have a 104.7 career pass rating and 12 starts against the 49ers which is the highest amongst any starting quarterback against san francisco including the playoffs um, and I remember I brought up that stat as well in the week three Sunday night game um, when, of course, Green Bay galvanizing performance, of course, at the end where they walked away in the most Aaron Rodgers fashion possible with the game winning field goal, thanks to, you know, his late game antics. I don't know if that's going to happen again. The reason why I don't think it's going to happen again is because we're not going to have that. We're going to beat you. Right. We're going to beat you. I'm, I'm going to flat out say it like, and, and I, don't get me wrong. I have the utmost respect for this organization. Um, but overall, I just, it's, it's very, very, very tough for me to envision you guys beating me. And, and I mean that again, like in the most a non-biased way possible. All right. Because again, when you guys played us in the 2019 NFC championship, the, when we beat Seattle in the divisional, I was like, all right, we're a great team. But when we went on the championship game, I, I said it out loud. There's literally an article on the panelists. I'm sure you can pull up since then. My topic sentence was Green Bay is losing this game. So I just knew the team that you guys were. You guys already pummeled us in week 12 earlier that season. Pummeled us in the championship game too. So this time around, it's kind of like, all right, I get it. San Francisco, you know, emotions are riding high. History's on your side. But it's like Green Bay, I, th- I just feel like they're getting better. They're getting healthier. You know, David Bakhtiari, I know that he's questionable for this week, but he should possibly play. You know, then you have Zadaria Smith, their past pass rusher, who's not played since week two. And then Jair Alexander, who's not played since week three, since they last we last played you guys. So I feel like there's there's just a whole lot that I mean, you you get what I'm saying, man. Like yeah, it's yeah, there's yeah. there's just a whole lot for me that I feel is going right for Green Bay right now than is going right for SF heading into this game. No, it's definitely fair. And I'm having this kind of conflict, like my heart in my head, you know, I really want the Niners to win, but in my head, like the Packers are just such on such a roll this year. You, know, you can't deny the greatness that they put up uh, in the regular season. And I think they're just on their way to another NFC championship game. I like, I'm really struggling to find a way that the 49ers can win this game because as I think, so let me, let me tell you this. I think the formula for the 49ers to win this game is obviously they have to run the ball, right? Uh, that's the identity of this team. We know that they can do that. A lot of things have changed since that week three game. I just want to say Trey Sermon was a starting running back for the 49ers in that game. Debo Samuel did, I think had one carry in that game as running back. And we know how that whole offense has changed ever since Debo has been handing the ball, 
right? Elijah Mitchell is now the starter. Obviously, we know Jimmy Garoppolo, like, he's going to throw an interception. Like, we, we, you can book it. This guy makes mistakes, and I think that's what's going to hold them back from, you know, maybe putting a game-winning drive together. I think it's still going to be a close game because it's just the Packers have the number one, I think, rushing success rate and the number one passing success rate. But the 49ers have the number one uh, uh, run block defense, you know? So it's really like, again, like you said, it's like a immovable uh, force. That, uh, I'm so sorry, bro. Like, I, no, it's every, a, it's every time I mess this up. It's unstoppable force, <laughs> unstoppable, immovable object. <laughs> unstoppable force, immovable object. Again, this is the same thing I had last week. But I think if the 49ers can run the ball, there is a chance for them to stay in this game. I think that obviously, you know, guarding, getting pressure on Aaron Rodgers, there are a couple injuries to the two 49ers best players, like Fred Warner has an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. I think he should play. Nick Bosa has a concussion injury, which he hasn't practiced yet, but I think he's going to play too. So that's something to look out for. Obviously, we know that Jimmy G's thumb and now his shoulder as well, but I think he's going to be suited up to go. So it's all just leading up to this game, which I think is going to end in disappointment with me, as high as the emotions have been running for the last couple of weeks. I think they're getting hot at the right time, and they're a team that no one wants to face, but Green Bay is just so damn good, man. It's just hard for me to see a game where Aaron Rodgers blows it because I think he needs to throw a pick in order for us to have a chance. Yeah. No, and I think that there there is the very, 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 very slim yet weird possibility that, yes, like you know how Tom Brady has his New York Giants? It's like Aaron Rodgers' team is the Niners. Like everyone has their kryptonite. It's like this whole like – David and Goliath kind of thing, you know, no matter how amazing Aaron Rodgers is, the 49ers find a way to humanize this guy. And I I genuinely do believe that there are going to be times where we're going to see a third down. We're going to be like, wow, the 49ers pastures with with four guys hit home. It's going to happen. Um, But, you know, and another thing to note, though, is that when San Francisco sends four guys in, you know, they have a 30.5% quarterback pressure rate when using four guys right and Aaron Rodgers leads the NFL with a 113.7 pass rating when opposing defenses send four or fewer pass rushers so he knows what the pre-snap read is going to be more times than not I know that SF I don't think that SF's really going to change their identity for Aaron Rodgers but Fred Warner is going to be that key guy I think to keep an eye and he's like a very QB spy kind of guy and Aaron Rodgers have said it I believe several times that Aaron, like he said, Fred Warner is the best middle linebacker in the NFL, like in terms of IQ and just physicality, everything like he, they, they've met up post game several times and Aaron has told him like, Hey, I respect your game. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Like Fred Warner, I'm sure that has the same respect for Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to see why not. Um, right. But right. yeah, definitely. yeah. Think, but mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I just want to ask you about, so obviously we haven't talked about Devonta Adams a lot. So I, last week, you know, the 49ers faced, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Cedric Wilson. Obviously, three dynamic receivers. And I really thought that they would have more of an impact on the game than they did, right? And mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised with the way that the 49ers secondary has been playing because really they have improved a little bit since, I'd say, like week 10 because they were really struggling for that. And they've obviously had Ambry Thomas, the rookie, has developed a little bit. They benched Josh Norman. Emmanuel Mosley came back from injury. K1 Williams came back from injury. So, is there a chance that Devontae Adams goes on under 100 yards? It's really hard for me to like say no. that because, because Cooper <laughs> Cup in the game against the Rams, Cooper Cup, I believe, got his. He got 100. But yeah. last week, you know, both CD and Amari were shut down. I think CD had one catch. Amari had like a here's, couple catches at the end. Here's, 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 here's my question to you. All right. Did Dak Prescott have a good game? No. No. 
Exactly. I mean, it's, it really just comes down to the quarterback situation. I feel like, and when you have Aaron Rodgers, like, you know, he's going to be feeding Devante, you know, bring on the, especially if it's a, it's one man coverage or it's man coverage on the field, he's going to hit Devante in stride um, more times than not. But even if it's double coverage, he's going to be there. I think that it's not even Devante though. That's going to be like the main X factor for green Bay's offense. I think that they really need to see Alan Lazard kind of step up over here. He's looked great in his last couple of games. I believe he has like five touchdowns over his last four games or four touchdowns over his last five, something like that. But he's looked great. And he's, he's only second in touchdowns over the last four games behind Devonte Adams, like only Devonte leads the NFL and second right. is Alan Lazard. So um, it's honestly like green Bay's offense is going to be there. The only reason that I feel like both these teams, um, especially San Francisco, I feel will be slower to come out the gate would just be because of the weather. You know, um, the weather obviously is just, it just slows everyone down. And I know that SF is going to be running the ball more times than not. And they, they will have their way against the Green Bay's, against Green Bay's defense, you know, with Debo um, and of course, George Kittle, you know, in the past game, if he will, you know, hopefully he's not a non-factor <laughs> in that. <laughs> yeah. um, but because uh, he, he's not been contributing to the past game a whole lot, but it's like he doesn't need to for this team to win. So, yeah, I do see San Francisco giving Green Bay a hard time here and there. But ultimately, I think that it's time to like, you know, set the record straight and it's time for green Bay to beat the Niners for the first time in the playoffs since 2001. You know, it kind of seems like it's, it's been a long time coming and sure you guys will have our number for so long, but again, this year I'm like, I'm like, I, I just, it's very, very, very tough for me to envision right. that. It's just no, I, very I, tough. No, I totally get that. I think the Packers are set up to make a Super Bowl run. That's why I think my score prediction is going to be 28, uh, 21 Packers. I think that the mm-hmm. Niners lose in a close one. I think it, it ends up coming down to a game, Jimmy Garoppolo drive to maybe tie the game and they can't get it done, but I think it'll still be a good game, entertaining game for sure. I think it's going to be one of the closer games this uh, weekend. What about you? Interesting. Ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to break the ice over here. I'm going to say 31, 26. I'm going to go with a little bit of a high scoring game because I feel like these defenses are going to get tired out and just beat up because again, it's just going to be cold. They might just wear down, down to the stretch. So I feel like we could see a little bit, a flurry of points a little bit in the second half. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with that, but moving on to the other NFC matchup now going on to Sunday slate. The first game that we are coming to, it's going to be in Tampa Bay, a regular season rematch as well with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, uh, obviously, you know, didn't the Rams did end up winning that. I think it was a week one matchup, right? That was the first, I think it was the first game of the season. Uh, no, no, it, was, it wasn't week one. I think it was week four. Oh, week four. Week okay. one was Chicago Bears and Rams. And then Bucks were, of course, in the in the um what was it the kickoff game right 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 right. This is Cowboys. <laughs> my bad, my bad. yeah okay so yeah so i think that you know it's it's just really time to expose matt stafford bro i'm tired of this dude being you know, talked about like he's a top you know five quarterback top seven quarterback i don't think he is i think he's still very talented and can put up numbers like he did in detroit but push comes to shove he's still the same guy you know like yeah he was on detroit yeah they lost a bunch of games like yeah i think he had he had what one playoff win before this, or was that his first playoff win last weekend? No, that was his first playoff win. That was his first playoff win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
there's a reason why, you know, he, they lost a bunch of games. Like he was like, yeah, that team in Detroit was bad for most of the years, but Matt Stafford makes a lot of mistakes down the stretch. And we've seen that in the later half, the latter half of the season, you know, he's thrown a bunch of pick sixes. I think he led the league in interception tied with Trevor Lawrence to end the regular season. Um, and I think that this is going to really come down to the Bucks defense. Can the Bucks defense just expose Matt Stafford as a playoff fraud, you know, cause I don't think he's mm-hmm. built to win these kind of games. Um, obviously the Bucks are dealing with a ton of injuries. You know, obviously we know about the whole mess in their offense at receiver, but I think also defensively they've lost, uh, I think they had Levante David. Uh, I think a couple of their cornerbacks have been banged up for most of the year. The secondary just hasn't been the same all year. I think the X factor in this game is going to be Gronk. Gronk needs to put up a big game. I think he's, he needs to have a, like a career high at this point because I think Brady's going to be feeding him the ball and he's, he needs to make himself well-known um, in that Ram secondary, which honestly has been pretty good for most of the season. And, uh, you know, Eric Weddle did play last weekend, which was interesting because he played 34% of their snaps. So can he mm-hmm. expose like a retire, just coming out of retirement, Eric Weddle, just a really random signing, honestly. Um, <laughs> But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that Tom Brady does it again, goes to NFC Championship, you know, probably meets up with Rodgers. And uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see from there because I just feel like the Packers are so unstoppable right now. But I think that the Bucs are just dealing with a lot of injuries, but I just don't see this Rams team. I see them crumbling. I really see them crumbling. Interesting. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they're going to crumble, but um... – I, I am very intrigued to see Coming how Smash stretch, plays maybe. out. Not, not like a blowout. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I thought you were probably indicating a blowout. But, yeah, um, I think that it's it's going to be very, very interesting to see how these two teams play against each other because, of course, this is Tom Brady's first game against the Rams in the playoffs since his final Super Bowl with the Patriots. You know, Super Bowl 53, I believe it was, um, that he beat a Jared Goff-led team, which is very weird for them to be in the Super Bowl. But it is what it is. But one thing to note, though is Tom Brady has not beat the Rams since joining Tampa Bay. He's 0-2. Um, one of those games happened in Tampa Bay and one of them just happened earlier this season. Um, do I think that that streak means anything? No. It's a sample size of just two games. Now it's the playoffs. I think things get real with Tom Brady um, in the postseason. So with that being said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Bucks as well, of course. But what I'm very intrigued to see, though, is – how the pass rush is going to be on the Bucks because they are possibly going to be without Tristan Wirfs, which is huge. You know, he's their right tackle. And, you know, keep in mind, this team has Von Miller. They have Leonard Floyd. They have um, Aaron Donald. <laughs> I didn't even mention him yet. So, you know, the, those three guys, they're, they're possibly going to be hitting home more times than not. And when you get pressure on Tom Brady, like we've seen – how he was against the saints, you know, like just absolutely atrocious. Like it's very tough for him to get the ball out. Fortunately though, this team gets Leonard Fournette back. So with Leonard Fournette ready to play this um, Sunday, I think that they get back to kind of having this, you know, nice balanced office of like, you know, hitting, hitting other teams in the mouth of the run game. And then, you know, when you least expect it, play action, 50 yard bomb to Mike Evans, you know, that's what this team can do. So I think that down the stretch, yeah, I think the Rams should have a lead, possibly. I, I'm going to go with almost nearly they should have possibly a 10-point lead at some point in this game. I don't know. It's a very Rams. weird prediction. I Rams. think so. I okay. think so. I can see that. And it's very weird because I don't get into these weird specific predictions, but I just see this being the, oh, Tom Brady's not doing well out there. Is Matthew Stafford going to win his second playoff game? Is 
time for the Rams to go to the championship. Boom, Tom Brady comes back, beats you. So, you know, it's worth noting that last time these two teams played, the Rams did beat them by 10 points. It was 34-24 was the final. Um, but, yes, with Gronk hopefully able to stay healthy on the field, and, of course, Mike Evans and Tom Brady just clicking, Leonard Fournette back, the defense being able to have some takeaways. It's it's tough to see the Bucs lose this game, especially at home, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I think that this is going to be a high-scoring game. You know, I, I feel like the defenses are both pretty good but I don't see them having a huge impact though. You know, you, I'm glad you mentioned the Tristan Wirfs injury because that's a huge piece, right? I think he was one of the best offensive linemen in the league last season as a rookie. You know, 100%, he was just, yeah. It was crazy how good this guy was. Uh, so that's going to be a problem, but I think that Brady needs, just needs to get the ball out quick. You know, and that's where you have, yeah. you have your safety blanket. You can kind of dish it to, I don't want to say like think and dunk around the field, but we know that Gronk can like, cut through slants, you know, do like uh, tight end drafts around, you know, like he's there yeah. to get you that first down. I think he's going to be very crucial in those like third and six plays and they're going to target him. I, I see Gronk having 10 plus targets. I see Evans having 10 plus targets, even though he's going to be matched against Jalen Ramsey. Um, mm-hmm. I also see Brady having one pick, which could turn like maybe one, like you were talking about, like that could propel the Rams to an early lead. I could definitely see the Rams having an early lead, but I just cannot see Tom Brady losing to this team um, down the stretch. Like it's just, when has betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs gone well for anyone? You know, like I don't want to. That's true. That's not, true. It's it's not like a lazy take in that case, but it's just a way to show like how dominant this dude is. is yeah. Even at the age of forty four, he's he's older than Sean McVay. He's older than Kyle Shanahan. Like it's he's older than all like, the NFC coaches. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's absurd. Yeah. But um, I mean, speaking of betting against Tom Brady, yeah, I mean, you never do it, but. If Green Bay makes it, if Bucks make it next week, I mean, we know who I'm betting yeah. against. Hey, <laughs> we'll know. We'll yeah. know that. Yeah, that's 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 obviously a topic for next week's discussion. I don't want to, I don't want to jinx anything and speak it too much into existence. But you know, I think as as football fans too, you know, you got to be all for Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, another playoff game. Like, come on, like, how could you not, you know, want that? But um, unless, of course, you are. A Niners fan or a Rams fan I don't blame you so if your NFC West teams I'm sorry I think this is the week that you guys could be eliminated thanks to both the number 12s in the NFC um, and surprisingly or not surprisingly both the MVP front runners so um, that's right, that's right. how it's going to be but moving on to the final game of the weekend I am I am so pumped all right if it wasn't for a Green Bay Packer game you know just looking at the matchups this week I am beyond pumped for the Bills and the Chiefs game. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. The last time these two teams met, Buffalo got revenge in Kansas City on October 10th, 38-20. to It was a blowout, quite frankly. Um, And now the Bills head on the road. They just absolutely destroyed the Patriots at home to establish a 3-0 record in the playoffs at home under Sean McDermott. Now they head on the road where they are 0-3 under head coach Sean McDermott. So, you know, Back in Kansas City, the last time they were here in the playoffs was last year's AFC Championship game, where, of course, we got that very iconic photo of Stephon Diggs staying on the field, extra motivation for the season. So I think that that is what this team is and has been. Um, They've just been motivated to go out on this revenge run, I want to say. And I'm not going to lie to you, the Bills, they look kind of iffy in midseason point, but then all of a sudden, I genuinely believe that this is the best team in the AFC. You know, like their defense just looks absolutely phenomenal. Josh Allen's playing out of his mind right now, but 
then again, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are back. You know, it kind of seems like one week they're out. The next week they're back in this. You know, last week they absolutely destroyed a, um, what was it, a Pittsburgh defense. You know, rightfully so. And I get that it was the Steelers. But, you know, to, to put up that many points, regardless, 42 points in a, in a playoff game, it's, it's, it's formidable, I want to say. But same thing with um, the Buffalo Bills, 47 points last week against a Bill Belichick defense. So I want to say the Bills definitely had the more dominant performance, in my opinion. Um, both these quarterbacks last week also had five touchdown passes. And what are the odds of that? Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. So again, there are a lot, a lot of things right now. But um, I'm, I'm just really hyped. I want, I want to see what, what do you, what do you have to say about this matchup? So I think that this is kind of, you know, Bills Chiefs is turning into the new Patriots Broncos when it was Brady versus Manning. You know, I think this is, I don't want to go that far, but I think that this really could be the new Brady versus Manning in the AFC, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes for the next 10 years, because they're just both so dominant. And you can make an argument that either one is the best quarterback in the league, maybe behind Brady or Rodgers. I think they're both top five quarterbacks easily right now. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to this matchup a lot. It might be one of my favorite week, games of the weekend uh, after, obviously, the Packers 49ers. But the Bills defense has been absolutely astounding. They've allowed the sixth, uh, sorry, the uh, least amount of points per game, 17, best in the NFL. And they've also allow, allowed the least amount of passing yards per game, uh, 163. So this game is really going to come down to can Patrick Mahomes, you know, dice up this Bills defense, which has been astounding all year. Uh, against the pass and just in general as well so the on the other hand like the Chiefs defense like yeah it's improved since like that routing in week five when they just got absolutely blown out by the Bills and it's a totally different Chiefs team don't get me wrong but I just don't know if they can stop Josh Allen enough I think this is going to become a shootout Uh, and it just comes down to do you trust Josh Allen in a shootout versus Patrick Mahomes who might be one of the very best in a shootout you know we've seen this guy do it for a couple of years now. And I think like the last couple of years now, Josh Allen is kind of putting his name into the bag. Like, yeah, I'm one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, we got to take us seriously. And the bills obviously are looking to return to the super bowl that they've co- coveted for so long. It's been like what, when Jim Kelly was playing, they had like what, three or four losses in a row, mm-hmm. in the super yeah. bowl. you know? So this is just a chance for bills mafia to kind of turn it around. And I think that uh, it's going to be a shootout. I'm expecting a very high scoring game in the thirties. But it, it's going to come down to can Patrick Mahomes do it on the last drive? Because I truly believe this is going to come down to, you know, like I said, like Jimmy on the last drive versus the Packers. It's going to be Mahomes on the last drive versus the Bills. And they have the best pass defense in the league. So can he can he do it? If anyone can do it, it's him, right? So yeah. I'm torn. What, what, uh, do you have any other X factors for this game? Honestly, like, I mean, in terms of X factors, I feel, I feel like we're going to say the same guys. But, you know, it's going to be Josh Allen, Dawson Knox, Stephon Diggs. You know, those three. And then in the in the Chiefs, you know, you got um sorry, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. You know, I just named you a quarterback, tight end, wide receiver in each each of these teams. So that that's really what it's gonna come down to. But if, if I have to pick the game changer of this game, it's gonna be Josh Allen's legs. All right, because I think that this man he can move and unlike Patrick Mahomes. And I think that Patrick Mahomes is more of a scrambling guy. Josh Allen's both of those because he can he can break contain. Go downfield for like a 15-yard rush, you know, just absolutely change the game. So I feel that Kansas City's defense, I know that people have been talking about them like this is amazing defense, but they've really not been playing amazing teams, you know, in the regular season. Like they were holding teams down to like, you know, 
what was it like like 10 points and nine points and all this stuff. and I, like don't get me wrong like, it's very tough to do that against a professional football team but again they were playing a cowboys team that didn't have their top three wide receivers or Ezekiel Elliott. And then, like, you know, they played the Raiders. They actually blew out twice this season, you know. And, but if you look at games against, like, Chargers and stuff, like, they're high-powered offense. Like, the Chargers almost beat them, you know, in that overtime game. Yeah, that's why I think mm – -hmm. I, I really don't think the Chiefs' defense – like, obviously, the Bills' defense is much better overall. And I think that the Chiefs' defense could be their downfall in this game because they might not mm – -hmm. just not – might not have enough. Like, they're 27th in the league in passing yards allowed per game. You know, they're, yeah. they're bottom three uh, – sorry, bottom five in the league. You know, so uh, like that's that's just really the X part. We know what Mahomes can do. We know what this offense can do. I I don't know if running the ball is going to be as big of a factor in this game. You know, um, yeah. But I I just feel like it's really going to come down to the Chiefs' defense and whether it can, they can stop Josh Allen because if they if they're they're bottom five in the league in passing yards allowed, and I know they have improved, but if they, if the Bills get out to an early lead, I feel like they, the Chiefs might struggle to come back, and we might see a repeat performance of week five if it ends up being you know like they go up in the early second quarter three touchdowns I don't want to say it's over but it's very mm -hmm. hard for a team to overcome a three touchdown lead like that in that part of the game you know it's just yeah no no most certainly and I think that you know it's, it's going to be interesting to see how what Josh Allen can really do down the stretch because in five playoff games all right three of them at home undefeated 72 percent completion rate um, nine total touchdowns, zero giveaways, and a 125.7 pass rating. Whereas the other two games on the road, he's lost both of them, 55% completion rate, three touchdowns, two turnovers, and a 75.3 pass rating. So it's kind of like, hey, is the pressure getting to you? Maybe, maybe it's getting to him. But I just feel like this season, you know, Josh Allen, like even last year in the AFC Championship game, I, I don't want to say that Josh, well, he, it's not that he didn't show up, but it kind of was like that. But you know what I'm saying? It was more of like the Chiefs' defense was just clicking at the right time at that point. I just feel like this season, the Chiefs' defense is more vulnerable than not. And that's why I just feel like, you know, Buffalo has the ability to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Kansas City um, if this turns into a shootout. So that's why I feel like I, I want to I just go with, you know, yeah, you could say the underdog in this matchup, and that's, that's Buffalo. So just because their defense. I think their defense is going to be the difference maker in this game. They can come with one or two more turnovers than the the Chiefs can on on Josh Allen, so that's why I'm going to take the Bills in a shootout. Let's go. Uh, I don't know. I want to say 36-34, something crazy. Okay, yeah, I was going to go 34-30 Bills too. I think that this mm -hmm. is really if if there's ever time for them to prove everyone wrong and prove that they're the best team in the AFC, it's this year. I really think it's just all set up. It's kind of like not like, not kind of like the Packers because the Packers have been dominant for a while, but. The yeah. Bills have just have this road to the playoffs right now, the road to the Super Bowl, um, mm -hmm. where I think that if they can beat the Chiefs, I really think that they're going to make the Super Bowl at this point because, you know, respect to the Titans and Bengals, but I think both these teams, right, Bills, Chiefs, are for sure better than both of them. Can we agree on that? Mm, yeah, yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> okay. Because I, I, I was like, because <laughs> I was like thinking, because I'm like, I'm like, like, keep in mind that Titans, Titans beat, um, I believe, both these teams, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I just, I mean, you know, that's why I say people sleep on the Titans, but I just feel like both these teams, like in a must win game, do or die, I'm going to take the more, the better quarterback, both Josh 100%, Allen and Patrick Mahomes over Tannehill. So I think whoever 100%. wins this game, unless, unless we get a, unless we get a uh, Bengals Chiefs, you know, Ooh. then 
That would be very interesting to me because because I would I would take the Chiefs. I know in the playoffs, like that's just how it is. But I mean, who knows? Like what? What? Like honestly, what would you do if the Bengals made the Super Bowl? I feel that would be the most. That has to be the most random team out of all these teams right now to make the Super Bowl. I think one hundred percent, and the most slept on for sure. No one thought they were gonna win. Forget about winning the division. No one thought they were gonna make the playoffs. You know, yeah, I was one of them. Like I did not think that they were gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, and they well, just I had them going second in the division, but they just walked away with the division. I think yeah. in our midseason ranking, I was like, hey, I think the Bengals can honestly take the division. So it was it was pretty crazy to see. But you know, I had them beating the Chiefs a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, if that happens next week, you know, we'll see how that turns out. But I think the Bengals and Bills would be an insane matchup. You know, Buffalo would then get another home game um in, in the postseason. So they they would return back to back to home, not back down to earth, like I was about to say, <laughs> but um they would they would come back home to um to buffalo so that would, that would definitely be a huge huge um win i would say for josh allen where he you know he likes it likes it in buffalo like i guess aaron Rodgers would like it in green bay tom brady would like it in tampa bay but i think um we have we yeah we have the same picks this week no no discrepancy yeah. so you know if i go down you go down with me <laughs> heading in next week we'll, we'll see how this kind of shapes out but um yeah so I, I i like this because you know we got the road teams in the afc and the home teams in the nfc so it's gonna be very interesting to see how everything shapes out yes sir um excited for this weekend you know just a couple of weeks away from the super bowl at this point so it's all coming yep. down the stretch i think we're really gonna see who the beasts are in each of the i i think honestly like if if whoever wins this bill's chiefs game is gonna go to the super bowl that's just my I, it's not a bold take but yeah I'm just gonna say it. i i yeah. agree with that i actually agree with that i think i i think so too um and yeah the nfc is obviously a little bit subject to change because i'm not gonna lie to you if sfn figures a way to pull out the upset the the rams would have to pull off the upset on the bucks for me to pick sf personally right right um it's just hard if that was to happen but it's it's very tough to see any of that kind of play out the way it is so i think that what if we have to do very early weird predictions over here i'm gonna say chiefs bills whoever wins this game goes serable and um, in the NFC, we don't know yet, but we sure as hell know it's going to be, a, I think, an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl. It's going to be yeah, no matter what the matchup is. We, we know how Aaron Rodgers is in the NFC Championship game. So We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for another matchup in Green Bay. You know, bring it on. You know, the Bucks aren't as strong this year, but obviously that's a topic for uh, next week. Don't want to get way too ahead of ourselves um, just yet, but – you know, that's all that we got for you guys today. Stay tuned for more at thefanalist.pod for weekly NBA and NFL episodes. Tuning out, Sean Ramachandran joined by Rohan Ranjan. NFC Championship and AFC Championship game predictions coming to you next week. Mm-hmm.